Oh my fucking god. Oh my god, that was so fucking loud this morning. Happy Sunday. It's your favorite host, Des, also known as Des B. And it is currently 7 a.m. And I was not expecting for the fucking claps to go off. I was expecting a nice, calm. Not a raging audience in my ear. What the fuck is up, you dirty whores? Happy Sunday. Welcome back to the Brunch with Desby podcast. I'm so excited to have you. As I mentioned, it's actually 7 a.m. Bitch, I woke up with malicious intent to fuck today in the booty hole. I am so excited for today. I don't know why. Had a little bit of an emotional breakdown yesterday because hashtag mom life. But also, I'm not going to downplay my feelings. I'm allowed to feel how I feel. However, I just woke up today. I was like, you know what? I'm ready to fucking ride with you guys. What the fuck is up, Kyle? And I think that is record for the most F words in the first minute of the podcast. I love that. If you're new here, welcome. If you're not new here, welcome back. However, if no matter if you're new or old, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. That helps me. As you guys know, two episodes ago, I had my first ad. (laughs) I feel like a little like grown up. I feel like I grew up from being a baby. Um, So I'm very proud of myself, but that obviously helps me with podcast production And just being able to grow this podcast, Um, have fun with you guys. And so I just really appreciate you guys for that. So rate, review, subscribe. That helps me as well as every Wednesday. I have my other podcast with my co-host, Emily. We do Below the Influence Er, capital R, um, where we show up every Wednesday. We dick around. It's like catching up with your best friends on a Wednesday. I love it. So I will link that in the show notes as always. But I also woke up. So I woke up at 6 a.m. today. Um, because my titties were rock hard. So I'm still breastfeeding. I'm still pumping. And Maddox is sleeping like kind of through the night. And so, you know, God bless, right? However, I'm not pumping like through the night because from what I read and understand, when your baby starts to sleep through the night, like don't fucking wake up. (laughs) You know what I mean? Enjoy the fuck out of that precious ass time that you get to sleep. Your body will naturally regulate. So yes, my body's regulating, but by the time I start to kind of get up and go in in the morning, I'm like, damn, dude, I really got to pump this off because your body will signal to stop making milk. It's confusing. This isn't about breastfeeding. So sorry if you guys are like, what the fuck? (laughs) It's early in the morning on a Sunday. I don't need to listen about your titties, but this is the backstory. So Maddox was um, sleeping and I was like, I'm going to pump. I always get really good output in the morning and prolactin is really high, which is a hormone that signals milk production. So I'm like, you know what? Pumping once in the morning, not a bad idea. So I pump and then I end up waking him up and seeing if he'll feed for a little bit. He feeds for maybe 10 minutes. I sit on my phone and I promised my client, Aaron, Aaron, if you're listening, what's good girl? We've been working with each other for a while. So What's up, Erin? But she inspired me to wake up every morning this week before eight o'clock. And I know, again, a lot of you guys are out there grinding in the morning, but being a new mom, eight o'clock comes fucking fast. So I woke up at six, you know, fed him whatever by that time at 7.30 or not even 7.30. It's like 6.45. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to order coffee because I can't leave. And I'm just, I'm going to get up and I'm going to get after it. And it just put me in a good fucking mood, dude. So I ordered my coffee, $18 for this coffee, but I'm going to tell you guys what I'm drinking on today because it's really good. So sweet cream, cold brew. 
All right. Obviously I always get no ice. Okay. Because I fill it up at, at home and I put my own ice in there. You get like two times more coffee when you ask for it without ice. So no ice, sweet cream, cold brew with two pumps of sugar-free vanilla. Okay. No extra added vanilla, just two pumps of sugar-free and coconut milk, a splash of coconut milk. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss on that ass. It is delicious. I love coconut. I love coconut milk. So having that splash, it's like almost like a tropical coffee. It made me feel like I was in Hawaii with my titties and my ass out on the beach. It was amazing. So I did that. And then immediately, immediately guys, I'm talking in fucking immediately. I get on Amazon and <laughs> I start shopping. What is wrong with me? What is wrong with me? Since this panoramic, I am doing nothing but fucking shopping on Amazon at all hours of the day. I need to stop. So if you're with me, you need to let me know this weekend. So I literally bought some fucking sample tins because I'm going to make my own like balm with my breast milk. So like breast milk, vitamin E, oil, um, what else is in it? Beeswax and essential oil, lavender, and then something else. But the point is I wanted to make balm so I could put it on like Maddox's diaper rash or even bitch. I'm gonna put that shit on my lips. Believe it, honey. So, um, anyways, kind of cool, but that was just like my weird awakening this morning was I, I got fired up. I got fucking excited. Great episode of the bachelor last night. Um, it is currently January 19th. So I'll be very honest about that. This is an early recording, but, um, next week I have, which you would hear last week, I have Lewis on, um, chatting and shit. So I'm not going to debrief the bachelor at all. That's what we're doing. However, um, this is the last day of January fucking nuts, dude. How are we already one month into the year? Sounds fake. And then we got January into February, which it feels like a February. Like we really never, we look back at, at the end of February. We're like, what the fuck? Did we even hit January? Like I'm confused. So it's crazy. It's like the first two months of the year always blend together. And then before you know it, we're in our anniversary of quarantine. That is scary. It actually scares the living bejeebies out of me because quarantine, the the literal three days before we went into quarantine, I found out I was pregnant and why it was literally in fucking Los Angeles. Crazy, right? Um, so anyways, just a little shooting the shit with you this morning. As you can tell, I'm in a good fucking mood. So let's swing it. You know what I'm saying? Really excited for today's episode because as you guys know, I wake up, I wake up and I piss excellence. But outside of that, I also, I don't have like a, I don't have a storyline I'm trying to follow, right? I just, I have this topic I want to talk to you guys about and I, and I love just like letting my brain go where it needs to go because I truly feel when I, when I feel called to share something, I feel that it is on my heart for a reason, like someone out there, one of you guys, even if it's just fucking one of you needs to hear it. So last housekeeping before I just wanted to, you know, get you a little wet for today's episode. <laughs> today's, um, tea is the fact that I have a fucking Patreon account now. Yes, bitch. Yes, bitch. Okay. You're probably like, 
mm, yeah, um, what what's Patreon, or you maybe have missed it, or you want to hear more. So real quick, my Patreon account is a new thing that I'm offering for my patrons. That's what they're called. It's kind of cool. I've seen a lot of podcasters do this as well as some of my favorite like YouTubers, um, as well as people who just like put out different content that deserves value, but other platforms would post it for free, right? So uh, for example, some makeup artists do tutorials on there that are a little bit more in depth for their audience. So you pay like a couple dollars a month to have access to these. Um, Some people like podcast, the podcast that I do, they do bonus episodes or they do exclusive merch or um, early releases of podcasts, you know, stuff like that. What I'm doing it for is for my live workouts as well as some exclusive merch and you know, access to DBFT programs in my app programs before they might be live to the general public. Um, so I'm really excited. You guys also might like get more, you know what I mean? Like this is a place for me to explore and have fun. Um, and I'm just, I'm really excited for it. So there's three different options. Um, be badass, be bold and badass, and then be your best self. So, um, all of those starting with like a B in parentheses, obviously standing for like Des B. So B Badass is going to be your one live workout per month. Um, you have early access still to DBFT merch and DBFT programs. So this is, these are no fucking randoms on there. I get to answer your questions. If you need help with modifications, I get to tell you what to do. It's going to be way more intimate than my IG lives where I have to like turn off comments and stuff. So one workout per month, $7. Guys, if you can spend $7 on a Chipotle burrito or $18 on a fucking iced coffee to get delivered to your door, you can spend $7 to spend an hour on bettering your health. You also get an, a complete playback of the live workout. So just because I went live doesn't mean you lose it. You get it in like your feed on Patreon in order to play back and use how you want. So $7 a month, be badass. Next one's be bold and badass. That's going to be two live workouts per month. Same thing though, early access to DBFT merch and plans available for playback. That's $13 a month, okay? Last one is your best self. That is $23 per month. Here, you're gonna get one live, like get ready with me, Q&A, unfiltered bullshit. Think of it like a live podcast on my Patreon monthly. So we get a monthly catch up, a monthly girls night. That's what we're going to fucking call it. Fuck it. It's going to be a monthly girls night. We're going to grab our wine. We're going to fucking go live. We're going to answer questions. We're going to shoot shit. We're going to talk shit. It's going to be fun. Then you get four live workouts per month. These days are going to vary. Most likely, yes, they'll be on Saturdays. But if someone, a lot of people in my groups want to change the time, I will always abide by you guys too. Because again, they're available for playback. You get exclusive merch designs unavailable to others. You guys are going to get the cool shit that no one else will be able to have. And then early access to DBFT merch and programs. So again, that's 23 per month. So very affordable for multiple people. You got people who maybe aren't paying for a gym membership right now. So they're comfortable paying $23 a month. You got people who are maybe in between, in betweeners, no wieners allowed, $13 a month. And then lastly, have seven bucks a month. You can at least come on, get one good live workout, literally reuse it, reuse it, have fun. Um, so anyways, just really fucking excited about that. Um, it's, it's been in the making but the past few weeks just really made me pull the trigger. Um, and I really think it's going to be a beautiful thing for my community. Um, I'm really excited. It's going to give me the chance to show up for those people who want to be there 
and and not have to worry about being harassed about my body or seeing multiple comments shoot in. I'd fuck you. I'd fuck you. You're a milf. Titties, ass, ass, milf, milf, sexy, sexy girl, sexy girl. And then having my account completely spammed. I like do not know why this is happening. Um, but anyways, if you guys are like OG on my Instagram, like, you know, that this has just been such a weird time for me. And and it, it's just sad. Instagram's my baby, dude. That's that's where I grew, you know? That's where I posted my first workout and and did all this stuff. And so it's just sad to see my account be pushed in this way when I, ha- I have no control. But you know what? That's the thing is I can't control it. But what, what I can control is not being in that space, right? I can take my workouts elsewhere and have fucking fun with you guys, unedited, unfiltered, not have to worry about my boobs flopping around and people like being jacking off on the other side of the computer. Like it's disgusting. I feel violated and it's, it's very uncomfortable. So really fucking excited. I'll put some more details in the description box. Um, I always say that cause I'm used to YouTube. I'm sorry. In the show notes, you guys fucking know the drill, but let's get into chatting about fucking mean girls. Guys, dude, this fucking splash of coconut milk is ah, truly taking it to a different level. Like, I, I need you guys to go try this today and tag me. Tag me as you're listening to my podcast today with this coffee order. And, like, literally, I'll give one of you guys $100. Dead ass dead fucking ass. Do it today. I'll pick one of you by the end of the day. If you tag me with a screenshot, listening to my podcast with a drink in your hand, that is this coffee. You better not fucking lie. I'll give one of you guys a hundred dollars. Dead ass. I'll Venmo you later. Um, so I want to talk about mean girls. I want to talk about how to deal with these mean ass fucking bitches, hoes, C words. I don't know. Are we allowed to say that here? C-U-N-T. <laughs> um, I want to talk about dealing with those fuckers because I've definitely dealt with mean girls. The question is, ha- have I been a mean girl? <sighs> if you have to think about it, the answer is probably yes. We've all been a mean girl before, right? We've all been petty. We've all been petty back in high school. Um, we've all gone through a period of maybe saying something mean right? However, I would say overall, like trend of my life, I was not a mean girl. I really wasn't. I was very, I was very bold and that could be, that could come off as mean. However, in my opinion, if you can't handle someone else who is just simply bold and you call them a bitch for being confident or just like really outspoken, like that's your problem. There's a, there's a complete difference between mean girls and people that are just bold and honest, um, and also delivery, right? Delivery of words, delivery of, of everything that, that comes, and there's a price to pay for that too. But point is we've all dealt with mean girls and this kind of stems off of the bachelor episode last night, but I already had it written down. 
However, last night, God damn, it was brutal. And again, I'm not going to get too much into it because Lewis and I want to talk about it tomorrow, but, um, and I, I say tomorrow cause we're recording tomorrow, but it's important to think about how words can truly hurt people, how actions can hurt people. Um, and so how do we deal with these bitch ass hoes? You know what I mean? Like you're, you're sitting here, you're sad, you're upset because there's these fucking homewreckers out here. So what are we going to do about it? How do we deal with mean girls? How do we, how do we become more confident to where these mean girls don't bother us? And number one, it's very important to realize, are these people really mean girls? Are they in my circle? Like, are you, do you have friends right now who are mean girls? Cause if so, that's fucked up. Like you're, that's not worth your time, honey. I got your back. You don't need anyone else. You just need me. Okay. And then you need me and Emily on Wednesdays. That's fine. That's all you need. Bitch. Delete yourself from that friend group. Delete yourself from those toxic people. So number one, we have to identify the mean girl. Okay. Who is she? What does she look like? What's her Instagram handle? And then DM that to me so I can set her in her place. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But we have to identify where where this meanness is coming from, okay? Is it a friend? Is it just someone who we passed by? Is it someone on Instagram harassing us? What does that look like? Number two, can we remove ourselves from this situation? Are we purposely in that situation and we're staying there or can we somehow remove? Does this mean unblocking? Does this mean blocking the mean girl? Does this mean removing yourself from a friend group? Does it mean not going to that same bar that you know maybe she works at every fucking Saturday night? Um, can you remove yourself from the situation? Number three, is it time for you to speak the fuck up and stop being a pussy? Okay, that's the third and most final point. Identify, decipher, right? And then attack. <laughs> so you got three fucking strikes, baby. If you can't do anything else, it is time for you to buff up, grow a nut, and say something. So with that, I think that the best way to approach mean girls is not always to be mean back. There is definitely a time and a place. I've had some people in my DMs before be mean girls, almost like thinking maybe I won't see it. Maybe. And when you when you put yourself out there as a mean girl you warrant a reply like you you consent to saying hey you can say something back right if you deliver something you accept the opportunity to get something delivered right back to you so there's been times where i got those dms and i i literally flame their ass right back so i'm like bro do you really think you can say something to me like that and i i don't have the right to say something back freedom of speech, motherfucker. Look it up. But so sometimes, yes, mean girls warrant a reply because if it's something that you want to stand up for, it's time for you to make a stand for that. Maybe a friend is like consistently gaslighting you. Maybe a friend is consistently doing those like weird, like twisted compliments where they're like, oh, wow, like I just didn't think you'd really do it. And you're like, okay, Sarah. Okay, Karen. Okay, Mary, God, yeah, I did do it. If they're constantly like putting you down awkwardly too, that warrants you a, a response to be like, hey, you know, when you say this to me, that really doesn't make me feel like hot. So can you stop? 
you know, or like, can, can you phrase it like this? It's time for you to say something. Now, if it's someone on the internet or something, there, there's two options there. It's kind of like a fork in the road, right? You kind of got to choose your fate. It's like a, it's like one of those goosebumps books where you like choose what road you want to go down. You're like, do I want to go down a potential rabbit hole of just like feuding with someone on the internet or do I want to like take the high road and just like block and delete right away and sometimes that is a very hard line and a hard fork in the road to come to because sometimes I just want to like zigzag through both sides sometimes I want to drag this person to the depths of hell but then the other part of me sometimes I have to immediately delete and block and not even look at the username so that I don't go back and roast the hell out of someone so it's definitely like a you got to decide what mood you're in. Are you willing to to take on an idiot on the internet? Or are you willing to just take the high road knowing that like this person potentially for the most part on social media, like might not even know you. Um, and, and it's very much what is going to fill your cup mentally. I think that's the biggest thing. This is not a time, especially in your twenties guys, this is not a time in your life to waste it. Worrying about these dumbass hoes who have nothing to do with your life. Nonetheless, hoes from like college or high school that you think you should still be caring about. Like, honey, I promise you, you don't need to worry about them. They're so fucking irrelevant. And before you know it, they will be 900% removed from your life. So they're not even worth thinking about. Now, the other on the, on the other spectrum of mean girls are gonna be people like in your family in in like your friend circles and you're like do do I leave like do I it, how toxic is it right do you need to remove yourself from that situation so again deciphering right step 2 Ident- identify the mean girl step 2 decipher do you need to remove yourself from the situation are are you the one just being a little soft very applicable to guys i've been a pussy sometimes as well okay i've been like blown up on some dumb situation because number one, I'm jealous. All right. It's hard for us to admit. It's fucking hard for us to admit. But if you dig deep, if you dig deep and you say, am I lashing out because I actually do not like this person or am I kind of jealous of this person? It is humbling, but you have to identify it. So decipher, you know, are they actually a bitch? Are you being soft as fuck? Or are they being confident and bold and they're just a type of character that that maybe not going to be your best friend, okay? I'm probably more so that person. I'm very bold and I'm very blunt. Now, I don't think a lot of times I come off as a bitch because I think I'm just very sarcastic and people can tell that difference. But some people don't like have a sarcasm bone. They just come off very blunt. And like, you think it's real. You think they're being honest. You're like, oh, fuck. Oh my God. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> so you have to know first, like, especially in that close circle, is this worth like breaking a friendship over or do I just need to like harden up, you know? So, sorry, I'm like sitting on a butt pad. Oh my gosh, that feels so much better. Oh, ouch dude I like slept weird on my back last night and so I'm sitting on a butt pad that I've had like in my um office chair and wow that feels so much better without it holy shit I just sank down like six inches back to the story you get it um so 
when you're in that that spot of having a weird in-betweener in your friend group or in your like in your family, I think the best way that you can go about it is number one, like kind of taking a break. Think of it as like breaking up with that person. So maybe there's like an event that this person wants you to go to. Maybe like don't go. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's about right. Maybe just don't go. Rid yourself of their energy for a little bit and then see if, if they're the ones draining your energy, right? It's crazy how the older I've got, the more, and guys, we might take a fucking 180 in this episode. I'm not sure where I'm going right now. The older I've gotten, the more my aspect on Christianity and religion has changed in in a beautiful way. I still very much believe there's a God. I I believe the Bible. I believe this. I believe that. But I also do believe in, in my time on earth. You know, I do believe that there's, I have gut feelings for a reason. I feel like I, I'm given these vibes for a reason, you know, very much because of the power of God. Right. However, I believe in like energy. I believe in energy, but I'm not an astrologist. Okay. (laughs) I do love reading my horoscope though. But point being is that the more I've learned as I've gotten older to protect my energy, the happier I've truly been. And protecting your energy can come from saying no, saying no to social events, saying no to not hanging out with certain people all the time. Like there's some friends I have that I can talk to them every fucking day and they fill my cup. They fill my cup up. I I do not feel drained when I speak to them. I have some other friends that I can only speak to a, a few times a month because it's just very draining to talk to them. And maybe that's because we have intense conversations. Maybe it's because they also have a lot going on in their life and it's just like, it's a lot of baggage, so to speak. Now that does not mean to ghost your friends. I am not saying that. If your friends are going through something, you need to be there for them. However, don't allow it to affect your own trauma if it's triggering to you or if it's something that simply like, maybe worries you and you get anxiety about, that's not a place you can put yourself, right? So there's a degree of different friends who will suck different energy from you, right? Um, However, you need to find people who also fill that cup too. So the more that you can protect your energy, the more you realize maybe, maybe you shouldn't go out with them this weekend. And then decipher, how did I feel not being around them? You know, and then that's when you can decide, okay, are they, are they mean? Are they just a lot to handle? Are they just like not that kind of friend anymore? And if you guys haven't listened to my old podcast, which I might redo it here soon about, um, so if you guys haven't listened to my episode of how to like making friends as an adult or like, I don't have friends making friends as an adult, something like that. It was a, one of my first few episodes. It's very important to think about that too, is that like, as you grow, up as well as just grow in general as a person, you will have different friendships. You'll have different friendships. You will outgrow different friendships. You will change in your friendships. Your friendship dynamic will change and all things could change. So it's important to remember that because that also, your, your ability to grow and learn who you are can also change how you view others. So Maybe that mean girl isn't really a mean girl because maybe you were just like that girl 
a few years ago and now you're not. So you've grown, you've grown from that. You're different. You're, you're built different, honey. And to where now like that view of that person has changed too. So when we think about mean girls are, it's relative. Mean girls definition can change. So I would encourage you guys to not get too hung up on those, the bitches and the skanks, because at the end of the day, it's also up to you to filter that out of your life. And again, remove yourself from those situations. And also sometimes just accept that other people are different. And if you have someone who you can like talk shit to and, and, um, vent to, you know, maybe it's your husband, but maybe he gets annoyed of that, but maybe you have a sister or you have an aunt or you have a cousin or you have a best friend, like a best friend that you've grown with and you're like ride or dies. Maybe that's the person you can vent to about these certain mean girls without airing your dirty laundry to everyone. Like it's, you need a safe place to vent and everyone's allowed to vent. So maybe that's a therapist too, you know, just to, to talk shit and then be like, Hey, I'm fine. But also to, again, dig down and be able to acknowledge, am I jealous? Am I mad? There's quite a few people I used to follow on Instagram and this is like no shade to them. I used to follow these people because I was extremely inspired and I wanted to be like them. Fair. Love that. Love that. We all have those people. Maybe I'm that kind of person for you. But I started to grow and outgrow these people in terms of like what I was doing in my life versus them. You know, I became a mom. Um, I had a traumatic birth experience. I own my own business. I'm starting a new business. And then I found myself getting mad and angry at these people who I followed because I'm like, everything's so easy for them. They have plenty of resources to do this on their own. They don't have to work as hard as I do. I'm trying to balance being a mom now. They're not a mom. They don't get it. They have hundreds of thousands and millions of followers. I don't have that much. I wish I could do more. And I'm like, why am I, yo, why am I mad? Why am I mad? And it was important for me to dissect that and say, you know what, Des, you're, you're just jealous. And that's okay. We're all allowed to have that jealousy because it, it kind of keeps us going, right? The more that we're a little jealous, the harder it makes us work, right? Because we, we want to do that. I want to do that. I want to finish that. But I really had to sit down and, and think, what do I need to do in this situation? So I ended up muting these people and unfollowing them because I knew it just like wasn't right for me right now. I couldn't see it. And sometimes the best thing is to just out of sight, out of mind. You don't see it. It don't fucking exist. So that is just kind of like one of those situations that you could also be in right now where maybe you're just changing, you're evolving and you need to break down what is really actually triggering you and what might piss you off versus just calling someone a bitch, right? Because you're like, oh God, she's such a bitch. It's like, "Mm, is she though? Or is that you? Okay, so I literally had to take a (laughs) little break because Maddox woke up, like I told you guys, and I had to go get him. So he's actually sitting here with me. He's just looking at me. So hopefully we can finish this podcast up right. Um, But like I said, all right, you know, is it you or is, you know, is she a bitch or is it just you? So that's kind of like my take on Mean Girls is three steps. Number one, identify. Number two, decipher. Number three, attack if necessary. Obviously, between number one and number two, I would hope you can come to a 
a positive way of how to go about number three. Because maybe your your attack is, you know, blocking them. Maybe your attack is not going out with them anymore. Maybe your attack is not texting back. Maybe your attack, though, is saying something and speaking up for yourself. So there is definitely multiple ways to go about that. You know what I mean? But the second part of this episode and what I wanted to chat about was kind of alluding to what I've already chatted about, but like growing in yourself, like knowing that your life is going to change, your trajectory of your life is going to (laughs) change. Do you guys hear him? Hi, baby. He's kind of cooing. But hey, this is a real podcast. And this is the type of shit I have to do to record my podcast. So if he if he says hi every once in a while because he's smiling and you guys don't like that, you're boring. So growing in yourself, knowing that that's going to occur, it's something where I remember being, man, I was maybe 21, 22, which is not that long ago. Don't get me wrong, but man, a lot of shit has changed. I remember posting like on Instagram, like different posts of just being like, I'm so confident in myself. I'm so confident in me. I am exactly who I am supposed to be right now. (laughs) And looking back, that was quite comical because I really had so much growing still to do. And just when you think you have it all figured out, like you never do. And um, so growing in yourself also obviously grows the different situations that you have with people, the different outlooks that you have of different things. Um, And it's okay to grow. You know, as I've become a mom, it's been different. You know, things I I used to do every day, like I I don't have time for anymore. Um, Friends that I used to have time to go out of my day to text or catch up with, I just, I don't have time to do anymore. And it's made me feel like a shitty person. But at the end of the day, like it's, it's a time where I've grown in a different way that some of my other friends just aren't growing right now um, in that. And that is so okay. We're all on different times. It's just weird because if there's anyone I feel the closest to right now besides Emily, because she also has a lot of friends that have kids. So she kind of like knows and understands slash is also like on her way to being a wife herself and just understanding like life changes, et cetera. But like, if there's anyone I feel closest to right now, it's literally my sister. Um, which we've always been close. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like, you know, there's a few people on earth that like really get you. And my sister just like really gets me always has my whole life. But especially now that we both have kids, it's just something we can both bond over even more and like chat about our kids and hang out. And that's just a different way that we've grown together. You know, I do believe that you can still obviously have friends in different phases of life, but sometimes those friends in different phases, you grow out of them or you outgrow them. And that's, again, not negative either, but your energy needs to be dispersed in places that fulfill you. And if you have a friend who is constantly bringing you down or bringing down your energy or mood, there's a difference between being there and being supportive and not abandoning them. But then there's a difference between, again, like I kind of mentioned before, like being triggered and just knowing that like you can't help. And so it's only destroying like your mood and it's hurting you. There's truly not like a right or wrong way. Sorry, coffee break. God, this shit's so good. There's truly not a right or wrong way to know. Is my friend right for me anymore? 
There's no way. You, but you will know. Like you will know, but there's not a checklist. That's what I mean to say. There's not something where you can go on like a fucking cosmopolitan quiz at the end of their magazine and know, is your friend right for you? Answer these five fucking questions. And it puts you in a category. It's not like that. You have to know your current situation in life. You have to know your friend's current situation. (laughs) You have to know what your vibe is and what you want to bring going forward. And since we're still so fresh in this new year, I do challenge you guys to really decipher out your relationships right now and what ones serve you and which ones drain you. That doesn't mean that you drop your friend like a hot potato, but it's just, again, learning where are you spending that energy. If you're spending hours a day texting them and they're bringing down everything in your body, in your mind, in your soul, maybe not spending so much time texting them. Maybe not go into their house every night to hang out, you know, make that distance. And I know for some people it can be hard because it's almost like a out of left field. You know, it's like your friend never saw it coming. And then they're like, Hey, are are we good? Are we good? It's important to discuss with them, you know, maybe, Hey, like I, I just need some time to self-discover. Like I'm also going through a period of growth right now. I just, I really need this. I need this space. I need this. And if you have a true friend who will, again, like grow with you and won't allow you guys to outgrow, then they'll allow you that space. And it's okay for you to change that that dynamic of the friendship. Um, you know, Emily and I, we, we still talk all the time, mostly because we work with each other, right? However, you know, maybe one day when she um, ends up having a child, you know, she'll go through this same newborn stage as me and, and maybe we don't t- chat as often. Or fucking maybe we do, because I've been there. You know what I mean? It all depends on where that energy lies and how how you feel at the time. And there's no right or wrong way to know um, or to go about it. So when you grow in yourself, your your cha- your morals are going to change. Your values might change. Um, or they might stay the same, but you might be, be more like called to one or like evolve in one and maybe not the other, whatever it might be. And it's so okay to change. I remember I used to be super like proud of like, I've never changed. I, I've never changed my mind. I've, I'm so gung ho on this or that or whatever it might be. And I think the past year I've really encompassed change. You know, I've really come to the fact where I'm like, fuck yeah, I've changed. Fuck yeah, I'm a bad bitch now fuck yeah, I'm badder. I'm getting badder every day. Um, and it's not so scary to me and it's not so much as like a a cocky thing. Like, yeah, I've like never changed for anyone. It's like you, you should change. You should change. Maybe not necessarily always for people, but sometimes people can also change you for the better. So to change for someone is, could also be a really positive thing. Um, to, to change certain morals and values can be really positive. You know, I've, I'm not going to get into certain things on this podcast right now. It's not what it's about, but I've shared in past episodes. Um, for example, one out of many, my view on abortion. Um, you know, I used to be very, very pro-life, 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 pro-life. If you get an abortion, you are a sack of shit, et cetera, et cetera. And I realized, you know, I never would say that publicly, but that's how my thought process was. But as I've grown, I have changed in that. And and I'm very pro-choice. I obviously don't condone just like the (laughs) 
the abolishment of a fetus because you're not ready. You know, I do believe in responsibility, but I also don't know your situation in it. And that situation doesn't entail me, then I, I don't have my place to put my foot in it, you know? So that's just one thing that I, and again, I'm just sharing to share in general, it's okay to change. And like, it's not, sometimes it's for better. Sometimes it's because different situations open your eyes. Um, Sometimes it's because you go through the situation and you're like, holy shit, I can't believe I used to think like this or whatever it might be. So it's super good to know that growth can be so dynamic from different angles. Um, And with that, your outlook in your friend circle and the people that you surround yourself in and the girlfriends that you have will change. They can change and that's okay. Um, You know, I, I I look at a lot of like people on social media and I follow a ton of like different social cliques and, and you know, some people are my age and they're still out partying. Um, they're still out doing some crazy stuff and they're living it up and that's okay. But that, that's just not where I'm at anymore. You know what I mean? So, and it's okay to grow. It's okay to be in a different sector of life at the same age of your friend. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean either that you have to, again, like I said, like ditch them, you know, you have to, you have to stay young somehow. So keep around a young friend, (laughs) just kidding. But, um, the point being is that between dealing with mean girls and then also dealing with yourself, you, you kind of have to know where you're at to know if someone's actually a mean girl. You know what I mean? So I really should have put this part first because you have to know your new self. You have to know your current self to know what you would label as mean, what you would label as, as uncanny. You know, I think of shit that I did in college and shit that maybe like my friends said to other people. And at the time I was like, damn, that's so funny. Now I look back, I'm like, holy shit, that is fucking mean. You know what I mean? So he's literally just staring at me, moving around, moving and grooving. It's so weird having a baby now. It really is crazy. Makes me spend $18 to get a fucking coffee delivered. Yeah. Let's talk about mean babies. Just kidding. (laughs) So moral of the story, guys. And again, I know sometimes like with these episodes, I, I jump around, but I just, I love to just speak my mind. And this was on my mind um, with just switching, just switching my account um, to, you know, Patreon, dealing with mean people on social media, like these fake accounts. Um, it's just really made me like decipher and sit down and be like, am I just soft or like, am I changing or it, it, do I need to do this? Do I need to do that? Do I need to remove myself from the situation? Whatever it might be. And um, so it's just kind of like been on my mind the past few weeks. And I think a lot of people deal with mean people, especially mean girls. And you think, is it me? Like, am I just you know, a pussy. And it's so important to not downplay your own feelings. If something hurts you, um, you know, it hurts you, but also again, dig deep. Is it, is it an insecurity? Is it jealousy? Whatever it might be. Cause sometimes maybe it's not your, your place to take it out on that person. You know what I mean? Maybe you just need to, to chillax in your own little element and figure out the the T, figure out your deal, (laughs) um, in the best way possible. So, 
let me know what you guys think. Let me know if you have any mean girls in your life. Um, I'm going to do some really fun um, new roast or toast episodes as well as some advice from Desby again. Um, I would also love to do, obviously, my tell a secret again. Uh, Also give you a little bit of insight on how to stay fit in college. Lots of questions on that as well. So if you guys have anything that you'd like to hear of as well, um, you know, make sure that you hit me up. My email is always in the show notes. But Really, I just wanted to give you guys a good fun day, fun day, Sunday fun day episode um, and hang out. But obviously I was up early and, and now he's up like way early compared to when he normally sleeps in. I swear to God, he knew I wasn't in bed next to him. Swear to God. He's a mean girl. Just Him's mean. Are you mean? Say something. Say something. Say something. You were just talking. Say it with your chest. He was, he's literally just talking and I put the mic down to his mouth and he's like, what the fuck? Nothing cute to say. You look so cute by the mic. This is so funny. All right. Well, I guess we're not we're not getting anything from our co-host today. Sorry about the extra 10 seconds of your day. But I hope you guys have a great one. Um, as always, rate, review, subscribe. Again, share this to your story with my coffee of the day. I will give one of you guys $100. I'll repost and say, I'll give send me your Venmo and I'll send you 100 bucks. Something fun to do. But hey. You got to rate, review, and subscribe too. Fuck yeah. That's a good one. Rate, review, subscribe. Tag me with your coffee. Listening to my podcast. 100 bucks coming at you. Don't be a mean girl. Do what I tell you. Just kidding. (laughs) Um, I hope you guys have a great Sunday. Thanks for hanging out with me. I'm excited for what's to come this year in my podcast. Just talking shit with you guys. Having fun. Make sure you tune in Wednesday for our Below the Influencer podcast. Um, And I'll talk to you guys then. Yeah.